Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the automotive industry. And of course, we have to start out today's show with an update of how the coronavirus crisis is impacting the automotive industry. Automakers and their tier one suppliers are really starting to hunker down because they expect a credit shock to reverberate around the world. Moody's already downgraded the Ford Motor Company to junk status, and now it's downgrading just about every other automaker on the planet. Though not all of them are getting downgraded to junk, but it downgraded Toyota, Honda, Nissan, BMW, Daimler, JLR, Renault, Volvo, and PSA. You name it, everyone's getting downgraded, even McLaren. And the reason for this downgrade is that automakers, due to their fixed costs, are burning through cash even though they've closed down their operations. Volkswagen says it's burning through 2 billion euros every single week. And that's why automakers are going out and trying to establish lines of credit. Daimler is trying to line up 10 billion euros worth of credit. Toyota's after $9 billion. And wow, that's saying something when Toyota, which is often referred to as the bank of Toyota, has got to go out and get a line of credit. General Motors announced it's stopping development of all future models, with the exception of the full-size SUVs that are supposed to come out later this year, and it is not stopping any development of its electric vehicles, including its new battery system that they're calling Altium. OEMs are in a mad rush right now to slash costs and hoard cash, and even that's going to be difficult to do. General Motors has a war chest of $30 billion, but not even that is enough. Yesterday, it laid off 6,500 employees, and it told everyone else that's still at work, even though they're working from home, they're going to take a 20% pay cut, though Mary Barr is going to take a bigger cut than that. Yesterday, Ford Motor Company announced that its chairman, Bill Ford, will give up 100% of his base pay, and 300 top executives at Ford are going to take pay cuts of anywhere from 20% to 50%. And make no mistake, this is a warning to the rest of the workforce at Ford that they too are going to be asked to make some sort of sacrifice. And here's my AutoLine insight. I knew that this crisis was going to be bad, but nothing scared me as much as when I heard that Ford and GM were forcing everybody to start taking pay cuts. That shows how deeply worried they are that they're running out of cash or could run out of cash, even though they have tens of billions of dollars in the bank. And that tells me they expect the economic downturn that's going to come out of this coronavirus to last a long time, even though at some point the virus is going to run its own course. But if you're stuck at home and you'd like to do something and pitch in to help out, here's how you can do it. Magna, the supplier, has posted a couple of videos on how you can make masks at home. One video shows how to make a reusable mask with a pocket, and that pocket holds a filter, or it fits over an N95 mask. The other video covers making a reusable mask without a pocket, and these kinds of masks can help support people trying to stay safe in restaurants, grocery stores, gas stations, and truck drivers, and more. An 
enough coronavirus for the moment. Let's look at some of the other things going on. And hey, this e-racing series is really starting to show some promise. 900,000 people watched last Sunday's NASCAR e-racing event on television. Now, a typical NASCAR race gets anywhere from 2.5 to 3 million viewers. But that e-race was a record for the most watched esports ever in U.S. history. And now IndyCar wants to get in on the e-racing action. It's planning six races for now, with the first one taking place this Saturday. It's going to be raced at either the Michigan International Speedway or Watkins Glen, depending on how fans vote. And of course, Indy is taking this action because yesterday it officially announced the Indianapolis 500 will not run on Memorial Day. It's getting pushed back into late August. And you know, there's a lot that's going on with these e-racing series right now, and we like how anybody can get in on it, new or young or whatever it happens to be. Yesterday on Auto Line After Hours, I mentioned that Denny Hamlin won the first NASCAR e-race, and I said one of the reasons he probably did is he has a $10,000 driving simulator at home. Well, guess what? I was off by a factor of almost 10. Turns out, Denny Hamlin has a $125,000 racing simulator. It has all kinds of advanced motion simulation that allows you to feel things like changes in the terrain, and you can feel acceleration and braking in it as well. The simulator features three 4K monitors and surround sound, and with equipment like that, no wonder Denny was able to win that race. BMW has introduced a plug-in version of the 3 Series. It's powered by a 2-liter turbo engine with an 8-speed automatic. It has a 12-kilowatt-hour battery, not very big, and that's why it only provides 22 miles of pure electric range. And if you get the all-wheel drive version, you can shave another 2 miles off that range. BMW says it has Extra Boost, that's with a capital X, which provides 40 extra horsepower for up to 10 seconds. The 3 Series is also available with Traffic Jam Assist, which allows the car to be driven at speeds up to 37 miles an hour by itself on limited access highways. This car was supposed to go on sale in May. We'll see if that happens. And if it does get to the market, it'll start at $45,500. With all the safety technology coming into cars these days, all the ADAS stuff, if cars get in less accidents, does that mean that work for repair shops are going to go down? On AutoLine this week, Sean Carey, the CEO of SCG Management Consultants, answers that question. Yeah, I mean, from a strategic perspective, from a landscape uh, of the claims industry, we're going to see less claims. There's no question about that um, because the, the, the small end vehicles, the small uh, bumpers, uh, rear to front bumpers incidents won't happen. You know, you, the, the cars just won't simply make that uh, mistake. They'll take over and, and not allow those incidents to take place. I think the industry would need to be less concerned about the number of vehicles available for repair uh, and more concerned about repairing them correctly at this point in time. Although we're seeing the onset of reduced uh, frequency, I don't think it makes its way down to the collision repair shops for a year or two yet, probably three or four to be more truthful. Uh, and I don't think it, it sort of diminishes the size of the market because severity will go up, that's, that's inevitable. And you can't do the scanning and diagnostics. You can't do 
the calibration and repair procedures pulling and repair planning uh, without adding time into the equation. So less repairs, higher cost of a per repair, but not a, it's not a declining market. I think the market uh, from a dollar and a volume perspective stays the same. I think we'll see a reduction in shops. This is going to be a very difficult market for the number of shops we have right now to step up, get the training, the staff, the equipment, uh, and then stay on top of all these procedures, the skills required. Of course, we've already shown you several clips from that show, but you can watch the entire thing right now on our website or our YouTube channel. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Have you noticed how good Kia's cars are looking these days? One of the reasons why is that Kia has amassed an impressive lineup of designers. And the latest one is Jochen Passen. He's been hired as the Vice President of Interior Design. He'll be based in South Korea and report to Karim Habib, who is Kia's Head of Design. Passen was the lead designer at the EV startup NEO before he joined Kia, and before that he worked at BMW, and he's credited with designing the i8 and the vision-efficient dynamics concept. At Kia, he's going to be doing interior design for all future electric vehicles. And uh, we got to end the show on a happy note and end the week there. We love this video that was posted by a guy named Mike Bagley. And Mike's a NASCAR announcer for the Motor Racing Network, and he provides some pretty good commentary for this clip. Take a look. Here they come. They've completed lap number five. You got Lexi in the lead. Louie tried to track her down. Here's Louie to the inside. He'll back away. Oh, Millie gets in the way. They make contact. Here again, Lexi leading out of turn number three. Here comes Louie trying to shut it down. Check her flag in the air. Lexi will win by five dog lengths. Well, we hope you enjoyed that video. And by the way, if you see anything else that's funny, send it our way, as long as it's automotive-related, because we'd love to share it with the entire AutoLine audience. And with that, we wrap up today's show and this week's worth of reporting. Thank you for making AutoLine Daily a part of your day. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.